Hello, everyone. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the new free uh, podcast um, app. Uh, anyone can download it. It's on Android and iOS. There's um, a lot of creation tools that you get to use for free. It gives you your RSS code, and you can use it on your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, many more. Uh, you make money from your podcast with no minimum leadership. Everything you need in one place on one app. Don't forget to download yours today, now. Hello, podcast world. It's December 4th, 2020 at 10.56 p.m. Ooh, you know, morning time. Oh, yeah. I love to... I love to try to do it in the morning time, so that way you'll get a chance to hear it. Um, like I say, eventually it'll get to the point, as I'm building, that I will be doing it at least three times a day. I'm telling you, like, right now, uh, this is where I'm at, this is where I am. I'm trying to, my goal is to do a daily podcast, that's where I'm at, and I'm here to talk about today, Tis the Season and Sacrifice. It's Christmas season, you know, deck the halls, jingle bells, Santa, sleighs, deer reindeers, um, all of that, you know, so tis the season for giving, tis the season for giving, like, what are you out there giving, and in the process of that giving, what are you sacrificing in order to give it, like, some cases, when you when you give, that's great. There's nothing like giving anything, everything, whatever it takes, whatever you want to give. And the, like like they say in the Bible, God loves a cheerful giver, you know. And that is real. That is true. Nothing like giving from the heart, knowing that what you're giving, maybe somebody else. It's something that somebody else didn't have or wouldn't have had. Um, and if you are receiving, it's an appreciation. You know, don't don't not appreciate what you have. Don't undermine what you have. Like, it's plenty of times where I look in my closet and I have plenty of clothes. And I say to myself, man, I have nothing to wear. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that you do that. I'm pretty sure you've done that before. Well just think about it you're able to look in your closet and say that you have nothing to wear when there's people out there who have nothing for real they don't even have a closet to look in to say they have nothing tis the season so maybe it's time to as they say clean out your closet maybe it's time to take a lot of that stuff that you're never gonna wear again and for me, yes, I, 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 I'll find stuff in my closet and be like, man, I haven't, I don't remember the last time I wore this. I still have things from probably high school and college, you know, and I still say, oh, I'll be able to fit this one day, you know. And really, I could probably just give it to someone who needs it. I'm pretty sure they're out there. So... You never know when that person may come their way, but when they do, or if they do, 
All I'm saying is be ready because it's that season. It's the, it's the, that's the magic, you know. It's something magical about seeing the joy in someone else's heart, in their eyes, and from the giving that you've done. Now, there's also the sacrificial gift, like giving your last. Your last. It doesn't matter what it was. Your last dollar, you know. Um, usually it's monetary, but it don't have to be. Like, if you're, if it's your last and it's time, which I feel like the gift of time is probably one of the best gifts that you could give. And this is not the season right now because of coronavirus, but there used to be back in the day, you know, the carolers would be out there singing um, jingle bells and deck the halls and whatever, fa la la laws, you know. And you really know that it's Christmas because you start seeing those Christmas movies on television. And some of them are new. I'm starting to see some new ones or whatever. I go to my mom's house and they have like uh, Lifetime on or Lifetime movies on and they have a lot of new Christmassy movies that I've never, or probably never thought to have watched. But, you know, it's all about Christmas miracles. Like, you never know. I mean, I find myself watching some of the same stuff, so... Um, but one of my favorite Christmas movies is... Um... What's it called? Oh, okay. Um, Christmas. Christmas. Uh, um, a Christmas Carol, I think. No? The one with the mice. I can never... Towards the night before Christmas. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can never remember the name of it. But it's... Um, towards the night before Christmas... And we all know what happened on that night. That was the night that Santa almost didn't come because the little smart geniusy mouse, um, which is the mouse of the his father, was okay. The the human that lived in the, the house that they lived in was the clockmaker or whatever. So, he was a clockmaker. And he sent out a letter saying that, talking about he didn't believe in Santa Claus. He sent it to Santa Claus. And Santa Claus, apparently, I guess he got pretty uh, upset with that and sent the letters back to the town and was like, I'm not coming to your town, you know? Santa Claus is not coming to the town. And that's when um, everybody was like, oh no, what are we going to do? And the clockmaker was like, well, how about we build this clock? Big clock. Clock tower, you know? And it sings, and then maybe Santa will come. And it sings a song that goes like, Christmas, 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 holly, 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 Again, look it up. <laughs> now, it it got to the point where 
the little smart mouse was curious on how the clock worked, you know? He was, you know, he wanted to be a scientist. He called himself to be a scientist, read a lot of books. And a lot of people that, a lot of people that are into science, they don't believe in the supernatural or things that they don't believe in science fiction. They don't believe in something that can't be proven or seen. If you can't see it, you can't touch it, it doesn't exist. It's how they operate, you know. They got to go through the scientific order of a hypothesis and, you know, testing and the theory and all that, you know. And that's how he, that's what he believed in, which I can't knock him for his belief, you know. That's what the little mouse believed. And eventually, you know, he had to change of heart after he had broke the clock. <laughs> and so his dad talked to him. He was you know, crying and everything. And they sing the song that, one of the songs or Christmas songs or whatever, that I really like. And it goes like, you hope and I'll hurry. I mean, even a miracle needs a chance. I can't remember all the words, but it's the name of the song is Even a Miracle Needs a Chance. And, you know, you plan and I'll, you pray and I'll plan, cause even a miracle needs a hand. Cause even a miracle needs a hand. And that was the turning point of the whole, because uh, that was the night before Christmas, and they were concerned. And the little mouse was like, "I can fix it, Dad. I know I can." You know, tears in his eyes, all sad. His uh, now he's like, "I believe." And by midnight Christmas morning, or. Good, how, whatever you know what I'm saying however you want to like I say it's 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 12 a.m <laughs> midnight Christmas morning that's when Christmas first starts right and that's when the song starts playing and you can see Santa Claus coming you know you see the eight reindeer and Santa Claus in his sleigh and now everyone's rushing to bed you know and I, I love that because when I was younger, that was the story that, as a family, my mom had a book, it was the night before Christmas, and she read it to us, and that's what it would be, you know? No better feeling than thinking about uh, Christmas. Because, <laughs> I mean, one, as a, as a kid, you can't go to sleep before the night before Christmas. It is hard to do. It is the hardest, it is like one of the worst nights of getting some sleep that you're ever gonna get. Like, <laughs> that's probably why we drink eggnog, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, splash it up with a little rum. <laughs> and as a kid, you get, you, you know, a lot of cases or whatever, you get that, that, the day before Christmas gift to open, you know, the night, that night or whatever, that, that first gift. And that's how you know, like, it's real. But you never know the sacrifice that it took for your parents. <laughs> Maybe even Santa Claus, you know? Because sometimes I've gotten gifts that 
I don't know where they came from. I don't know how I got them. I know that my mom couldn't afford it. I don't know what she did to get it. All I know is it was on my wish list pretty much the whole year. And back in those days, kids weren't spoiled. We were poor. So that's it's easy to push off Santa Claus and then believe in Santa Claus when you have nothing. But when you have everything and you're getting everything like every day nowadays is Christmas, somebody in your family somewhere has some kind of money from something. Like, everybody's doing something nowadays that is making them money. I I don't understand it. Right? And then the things, uh, there's a way to get things. I don't understand. Like, you, you can, the internet, you just go on the internet and magically you'll find it. And might even probably find it for way less than you would if you were to physically go into a store like Walmart or Best Buy, you know, get an online discount or something, XYZ percent off. But there's a way, you know. And with that being the case, it makes me think about, like they said, even a miracle needs a hand. And, you know, that's that's the deepest thing about it. Sometimes, sometimes some of the stuff that you got, if you ever experience a miracle, especially a Christmas miracle, then you know where I'm coming from. Everyone has their own beliefs. Some people believe that the whole Christmas thing is propaganda and um, I know the Jehovah's Witnesses out there, they don't agree with it. I know some other cultures out there and beliefs and religions they don't believe with it. And the overall celebration is Jesus Christ and being born in a manger and him being our Lord and Savior. Got that. That is great. That's cool. Nothing wrong with that. Just like Easter and the Resurrection and Good Friday and, you know, all of that combination of everything that goes on. Never really understood the whole bunny thing. Um, but I'm, I'm not one to shy away from a form or a time to celebrate. There's always a time to celebrate if year-round. I know that every, every month is like some kind of holiday to where family can get together. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters to me. Like, some people knock Halloween. I mean, what's dressing up and getting candy? And some people try to put off the, the oh, you know, that's all Hallow's Eve. And, you know, none of that matters. And none of that, because, I mean... You can have a costume party year-round. You could buy candy year-round. You could, you know... Like, you could celebrate... There's a birthday every day, you know? <laughs> I was listening to a uh, big Disney fan. I was listening to Alice in Wonderland. And when she had come across the Mad Hatter. And they were experiencing... They were celebrating... 
unbirthdays. And it's just mind blowing that um, that you would think of something like that. Uh, I mean, maybe that's a cultural thing because you know the whole storyline is based off of British, um, you know, culture. So just you know, think about it. And then I've done uh, like the whole Mad Hatter thing. It's like based off true, um, like a true thing. And it's the reason why they call them Mad Hatters is because the way that the chemicals they used to make the hats back in the day drove them crazy. And that's where they got the term Mad Hatter. Look it up. I used to watch that, um, I used to watch shows like Fact Fiction Beyond Belief, you know, Believe It or Not. All of that. I used to I watch, you know, Unsolved Mysteries and all of that. I used to watch that. And one of whatever I was looking at at the time explained how um, the chemicals from which the hatcher made his hats drove them crazy. And that's how they got the terminology Mad Hatter. Something learned, you know. It's always an educational day for me. Hopefully, same for you. I appreciate it. Now, with all that being said, I want you to like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> uh, check out the links in my description. Uh, let's see, what else? I'm here every day. And if there is something that you want me to talk about, or I hope you like the sound of my voice. Someone told me that I have a really nice speaking voice, and that's the reason why they listen to my podcast. And I was like, thank you so much. <laughs> uh, it, I don't know. I don't really have any ongoing topics. I'm here to talk about, express my opinion about whatever that is out there going on so if you got something that you want to hear my advice on by today it's about you know the season of giving to the season and sacrifice and you know even a miracle needs a hand and I appreciate y'all thank y'all for tuning in peace Hello YouTube world, welcome to my channel. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and hit the notification bell so you can be notified when I drop hot content like this and stay tuned for the next video.